0: There are Bradenton home runs, and then there are home runs in Bradenton. Good morning to you. I'm Dan Kovachovich of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. I'm in Bradenton, and I did see Brian Hayes launch a 421-foot Grand Slam yesterday in the 13-4 to route of the Traveling Braves. And I say traveling because those teams that operate far away, not to burst anybody's bubble here, but they'll only send two or three, like, actual players. And in this case, Atlanta started Chris Sale, who was incredible. And then, okay, yeah, but whatever, right? The ball just erupted off Key's bat. This was in the third inning. Tied the game at 4-4. Brian Reynolds came up in the fifth inning and actually outdid that, although his was only a two-run shot. He hit the ball 434 feet, which was the second longest shot since StatCast began tracking stuff here in Manatee County. It's fun. And for people who are into spring results, like most of the paying customers, you know, you walk out of the ballpark thinking, "Woohoo! Yeah, this is great. This is awesome." And, and it, it might be. It might be something that's meaningful. I asked Derek Shelton after the game about the the performance in general of the top three in the lineup with O'Neill Cruz leading off. Cruz walked before each of those two blasts, which. Shelton took care to mention, continuing to build him up as he makes his return. But he also didn't bother ducking the obvious issue that after the first half of the lineup, it's, you know, it, it's not known. Let's put it that way. there are possibilities. You could maybe see Rowdy tell as, hit 35 home runs the way he did a couple of seasons ago in Milwaukee. You could see Jack Sawinski not strike out 172 times. You could see Henry Davis eventually take Yasmani Grandel's apparent job and raise the roof somewhat for the offense. You could see Leo Verpaguerra, but you don't know any of these things. What you do know, at least you think you know, is that Hayes, And Reynolds have to drive this offense. That's not going to change this year. That's probably not going to change next year. Those two have to get it done. And out of those two, given Reynolds' remarkable consistency, Hayes is probably the variable. Yeah, he had the really strong second half last season after John Nunnally, the minor league coach in Altoona, had to... Sneak to Pittsburgh to help out Hayes because he wasn't getting any sufficient help from Andy Haynes, which eventually cost not only his job, another show for another day for anyone who wants to revisit that old story with me. But one way or another, Hayes has to maintain something resembling that pace or this offense. Just being blunt here is going nowhere. I asked Key. After the game, well, here, just listen. Key, what'll be what'll be most important to you in 2024, as, as far as having a continuation from last year? Like, what's going to be the most important way to make sure that keeps going? Uh, I think just with like my my work days, um, keeping those consistent, and then just being out there every day on the field, um, being healthy, uh, being available, and then um, really just going out there and with my um, prep work like before the day and then once I get out there in the game, um, just making sure I'm in the right spot. Now, if that sounds like it's not much of an answer, yeah, he needs to work hard and he needs to be healthy and everything else here. You're going to have to take my word for it that there's a lot more that he could be saying on that subject. He knows why he got better. He knows who fixed him, and he appreciates what Nunnally did. He also respects the environment that he's in, which does have Haynes as the hitting coach. So if he wants to stay on that same track while at the same time not kicking up a dust storm over what happened, He's basically going to have to be the adult in the room, and I do mean the only adult in the room in this specific scenario, and just move past it, make sure that he's continuing to do the right things. And look, I don't want to overstate this, because this was half a season, actually a little bit less than half a season, when Hayes took off. But between his defense, which has both historians and advanced statisticians glowing about his place like all time as a defensive player, not as a defensive third baseman, but just as a player at any position. If Hayes can perform the way he did at the plate or even close to that, my friends, you are talking about a special player. And imagine that. Signed and sealed to a long-term contract when we come back j1q this portion of daily shot of pirates is brought to you by our friends at north shore tavern that's directly across federal street from pnc park it's home of steak on a stone an eating experience underscoring the word experience the steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Today's J1Q comes from Tom, who says, can the Pirates ever hire a great and proven pitching coach? I, they certainly had their opportunities, Tom. If you look over... Recent years, I mean, obviously Ray Searage held the post for a while. Ray carried himself with class. Ray legitimately made pitchers better. What caught up with Ray, so what often catches up with people in sports is that all kinds of other elements crept into the role, the biomechanics and all kinds of other stuff that you're not going to teach an older individual. You're not going to have them relearn what they've essentially mastered over a lifetime. And if you've got one of those 30 jobs on this planet, you could reasonably say that you've mastered it at least to that extent. Oscar Marine's calling card when he came from Houston was that he was that biomechanics guy. He was that guy that was going to be taking pictures uh, into rooms and into labs basically and, Showing them different things about their motion that might help them, that might cause a pitch to break a little more, that might help the pitcher stay healthier. Oh, you know, none of those things have happened, to say the least. One of the reasons, and I feel like this is important to bring up on occasion, that I focus me so much on velocity, is because it's the barest of bones still when it comes to analyzing pitching. And if you can't even get the barest of bones right, there's every reason to suspect that you're not going to get a whole lot else right either. Now, that said, these are only spring training games, but I'm going to offer a couple of context points here from the early going in my couple days down here so far. One is that, as I mentioned on yesterday's show, Rowanzi Contreras did throw a little bit harder in his outing up in Dunedin. And yesterday, Luis Ortiz, who probably out of the three guys that I mention all the time, meaning Contreras, Ortiz, and Quinn Priester, had the lowest impact from his velocity loss. Luis threw Hard. Now, you never know what one gun does from what stadium to another, so it's always better to take these things over a period of time. But Luis had at least one pitch go 98.3 miles an hour topped out. He averaged out his fastball in the high 96s, meaning 96 point something. And his sinker, as is normal for him, was actually coming in that much harder. Derek Shelton made note of this afterward, and he should have. Because velocity still matters. Velocity contributes to a lot of other things. You know, don't forget that one of the things that floored people when Stephen Strasburg came along was that his curveball was coming in at 90. It's not the only thing, but it's a heck of a foundational thing. And I'm going to say this right here. If one, two, or all three... Of these young pitchers, find that velocity, find that productivity. Believe you me, I'm calling off the dogs, okay? I'm not one of those people that gets all hung up on something and never, ever, ever changes my mind in the face of new information. Let's see the new information. I'd be delighted to discuss more about a new scenario rather than where all three of these pitchers got stuck. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow.